What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. Overall, with the protected list being announced on Sunday, who are the names that might be called tomorrow night? Yeah, I think if you're looking for a, a guy to put on the billboards going I-5 in Seattle, ever, if you're looking at Mark Giordano, I'm being one of those boards pretty quick. How about that? And I'd be floored in Seattle. Didn't already have him flying in today and have his jersey ready for him, and he's walking <laughs> on stage tomorrow. Good morning, Rod Squad. <laughs> hey, yes, and we're on the air. Welcome to the uh, RP Show, everybody. Big day. What day is it? Wednesday? Yeah, I guess so. July the 21st. We don't have the comments yet, boys. We had a wonderful morning meeting, and you were in and out of that. Yeah. Uh, the family of squirrels <laughs> shared our nuts and went our separate ways. Pretty much. That's how we roll. Uh, yeah, it, We are live on the Game Plus TV network all across North America. Uh, all 10 provinces and 31 states. For some reason, my head... What is this, man? I'm like Murphy Brown going through secretaries <laughs> and... You know what I mean? Where's the comments? I need to hear from people. Th- yeah, thank you. There. Ta-da! Comments just showed up. And thank you for that, guys. Um, why are we even having an expansion draft party tonight? I know. <laughs> the Seattle Kraken had to submit their picks for tonight's expansion draft by 10 a.m. Eastern. And it's all spilling out now. And thankfully, we've got all of our one to, uh, for the most part, to talk about what's going down today. And, uh, well, the breaking news... I don't even know where to start. Kerry Price not going to the Seattle Kraken, which if you'd been watching the show the last two days, I told you he wasn't. So think about it this way for a second. Not just the $10.5 million, not all of that, and the best goalie in the world. You know what cinched it for me when I knew that Kerry Price wasn't going to Montreal or to Seattle? What did? When I thought, what happens if Seattle takes Kerry Price and the Canadians lose their franchise face Rock star for nothing. For nothing. Mark Bergevin, he wouldn't have done that. And when the fit hit the Shan, Dominic Ducharme would have been sprayed too. Yeah. There was no way they were going to lose Kerry Price. And I'm sorry to jump right into the deep end here. But, wh- but why not? This is what's going on today. It's, it's daytime sports talk. And by the way, Dustin Mikush and Matt Dunstone, they're coming in at the uh, block three. Right, Clark? Yeah, so anyway, I barely talked to Clark today because it was Rocco, it was Paul, a little bit with Nelson, yourself, and you're in a f- very fresh tracksuit today. Do you want to tell the viewers why you're doing it? It's the, uh, it's the Kraken suit. I don't have the logo embroidered on here yet, yet, but it's the Kraken suit. How yeah. about that? How about that? Okay, so Randy Nichols watching in Cochrane, Alberta. He has written into the show. I'm checking my notifications here. He says, uh-oh, Mark Giordano is a Kraken, Rod. And Rich Sutter called it yesterday. He called it. 
He said they already got a jersey with his name on the back of it, Seattle. And the only reason that I'm pointing out that I'm right is that everybody else will point out when I'm wrong. So I got to point out when I'm right. So TSN with a notification here, uh, Seattle Kraken have selected Calgary Flames captain Mark Giordano. And it's like, can you guys not keep a secret? What the heck? The whole team's going to be unveiled here. Yeah. It was Pierre Lebrun, who I really like that guy from TSN, who said that, uh, just so you know, Seattle's not taking Carey Price. He tweeted it first today. And I just think by 8 p.m. Eastern tonight, what's the point? And I was trying to remember... (laughs) What the heck you even call a party like we were trying to do? Like yesterday, Nelson and I were saying, what, is it a viewing party? What the, it's been so long since we've done something like that. Oh, I know. And wasn't it you, Nelson, that said, it's a watch party? Or somebody put it on our Instagram. So, I don't know. Watch party. It's a watch party. It's a watch party. So we're still having a watch party. And frankly, the only reason I'm going is because I want boneless, dry Greek ribs from the Four Seasons. Because we're going we're gonna to know who the whole team is by then. Well, what, en- what did they seal this envelope with? You know, you got somebody that's <laughs> holding it up to the light, you know, in the post office. Um, that and doesn't this, you know, it feels a little bit like rewind the clock back to Justin Dunk when he made the appearance on Sportsnet on the CFL draft. Mm-hmm. It's all picked before, ahead of time. Like, he knows what's going like. He knew every single pick that was coming, and it feels like these insiders know the entire roster already. Does the NHL even care? Does the NHL even care that this is all getting out? I wonder if they do. And um, <laughs> James in Borden, Manitoba says, I don't think too many people are sad in Calgary. Well, let's hear from the Calgary people, okay? The Prairie Mobile text line is open, 306-840-8777. That's 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTel mobility dealer. So it's daytime sports talk. We're the only show on the continent that's talking sports right now live, particularly with these topics, the National Hockey League and everything else. And coming up in Hour 2, our good friend Ian Furness from ESPN 710 Seattle. Talk show host out there, former voice of the uh, Tri-City Americans and the Seattle Thunderbirds. Why didn't he get a look to be the voice of the Kraken? Hmm? So those are our guests today, and uh, let's hit the quick six show topics, please, Director. We will get to your comments in a moment, but that's what's out of the barn. Giordano's a Kraken. Carey Price is not... Uh, yeah, so point one. It's all in my quick six moves. Yeah. Point uh, one is Seattle expansion draft day. Woo-hoo. Like, by noon mountain, we're not even going to be talking about it anymore. We're going to be moved on. We're going to know who the team is. But again, come on out to the Four Seasons Sports Palace tonight. You're home for the Seattle Kraken fan club. Actually, Nelson, would you mind running out and getting me that Kraken jersey? I'm, I'm in a Seattle state of mind today. Uh, what else is there to say? Point two, Adam Larson, the free agent, uh, was to be a pending free agent, signing with the Kraken today, a four-by-four deal, four years at uh, $4 million per year. Just running on here. It's okay. We're not fancy. Well, not quite like that, but you <laughs> you're came, good. Came around Thank the back. You could have come around the back, but that's okay. He's new. <laughs> like, I'm not going to put it on. Believe me, I'm not going to put it on. Because I'm not fanboy, but I'll put it here. Oh, yeah. Or around here so people can see it. Yeah, that's not being visible at all. Seattle Kraken Day. That's what it is. Let's get Kraken. Adam, and that's the other thing. Adam Larson, four by four. So he's four million a year. And then you get a draft carry price, 
for $14 million for two guys? There was... There was never any way, and by the way, shame on the insiders who said this was going to happen, because there's no way it was going to happen. Anything else on this before I move on to point three? It's a lot of money, and it makes it, again, makes it really difficult to ice a really strong, deep, competitive team, and there are a lot of pieces out there, and again, it's up to Ron Francis. How do you want to arrange those pieces to have the best chance of success? And Carey Price is great. There's no question he's the best available. There's no question he's the top goaltender in the world. But the drop-off to all the other guys available, there are other suitable goaltenders. They'll be okay. It doesn't take me long for people to get me annoyed. Johnny Schmidt's watching. John the Habs fan says, uh, actually in Montreal on TSN 690, they've been talking about it all morning. Listening comprehension, people. I said there's nobody else on national television live talking about these topics. What did I say? Nobody else on national, national television. television. John, live. pick it up. Come on, please. So I was saying to Darren, I don't mind saying this on our morning curb coffee session. And by the way, I really enjoy those. I yeah. hope you do as much as I do. We sit out on the curb in the sun and have coffee and talk. Just the two of us. And I said, I, I'm tired. I'm jumping around on my points here. This was going to be point five on CFL notes. But I'm tired of telling people that I'm not the Rough Riders guy anymore. Like a guy wrote into our website yesterday and said, where's the list of rider cuts? I'm like, I don't know. They don't send them to me. I'm not going to run around and find them. You go find them. I'm not the guy to come to for Rough Riders information anymore. For 20 years I was. You're spoiled. But I'm not that guy anymore. And I said to Darren, I'm not going to stand here every day and say it because people aren't hearing it. They're going to have to understand it on their own. Yeah. Okay, it's not that I'm not following the CFL or the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but I'm not following them to the degree that I was. I'm not the guy to come to for that information anymore. You're going to have to be on your own and go find it. But I'm not. Why, why am I saying it again today? Because they're not listening. Okay. And you keep getting asked. I keep getting asked. That's the point. Thank you. Every single day for this information. I don't have it. I'll come back on that. Point three. Did you watch the Milwaukee Bucks and the Suns last night? Oh, yeah. I was out doing a little shopping and uh, had a bike, came back. And it's what I love about the NBA. You can for sure just watch the last five minutes and it's all you need. Like, I'm sorry, don't add me. Usually by a football game, it's over by the last five minutes. Yeah. I got in with 10 minutes to go and I'm like, "Mm, this is perfect. But there was very little drama at the end of the game. Right? The Bucs had it in the bag. It was sloppy. Yes. It was a really sloppy game. Um the Suns made way too many mistakes in the game. Uh, rebounding was poor. A lot of missed opportunities. And at the end of the game, which you would have saw in the last 10 minutes, open looks, and they just weren't precise. They weren't making shots. And they had many, many, many opportunities to get back into that game because Milwaukee wasn't sharp either. Yeah. Right? I mean, the Greek freak was amazing. That was one of the best performances we've seen in a long time in a, in a finals. I mean, it was amazing. It was a statement for him, a real coming out party. He's, he's now the guy in the NBA, but um, it was just too many mistakes by Phoenix. They had chances. Okay, that's enough on the NBA. Other than point four, should, because uh, so, the owner, uh, one of the owners, Mark Lazary, was presented the trophy last night. It's a longtime NBA thing, and people were upset that the owner got the trophy. Every year in the NBA, they do, the owner of the team. And I'm like, if you don't think that's right, then you don't know anything about sports. You don't know anything about ownership whatsoever. We're not playing without owners. You may not like them, 
These guys and gals put their balls on the table in the last year and a half because of the pandemic to play and absorb all these losses. I have zero problems with giving, letting the owners take the trophy. They're the ones that are assuming all the risk. Yanis Ente to Kemko gets to be paid how much? $28 million a year and play a game that he'd play for free? You can wait, dude. Because the owner's going to get the trophy because he's paying you. Giannis, you're rich. He's wealthy. There is a difference. And that's why I have no problem with owners being presented the trophies in the champion. Every league should do it. 95% of you in our Capital Automall Universal Collision Center say no, owners should not be presented trophies first. 95% of you have no idea how the world works. Are we straight? Woo! Are we straight? We're straight. You got me? Come on. You guys try being an owner for a day. Be sucking your thumb on the corner by 8 a.m. Point five, CFL notes. I did an informal poll, and I'm not going to name the guys, okay? I don't want to out them. And you were on the phone with somebody earlier. So I said to, hey, you, guy, what do you uh, think is the top story in the CFL right now? What's the top story in the CFL? He goes, I have no idea. And he's a season ticket holder wow. in the CFL. Next guy, they all work here, by the way. He said, Achilles injuries. And I'm like, sure. There was one on Monday. The Riders had, what, one two weeks ago? Yeah. These are CFL fans. What, what's the stories in the CFL right now? I'd love to know. Yeah, I, I do host a show on another television channel about the Rough Riders. It's not like there's nothing going on. You got to dig deep to find the stories, but overall, it's kind of sleepy. What's the number one story in the country right now? Is Kerry Price going to go to the Seattle Kraken? That's what everybody's talking about all day. Yeah. And I'll just say this. In my time, this is what I would have done in my 20 years as a play-by-play voice in the CFL, especially over the last decade. I would have lobbed a Molotov cocktail over the border into Alberta. I would have said something about Bo Levi Mitchell. And he would have snapped and gone crazy and all of a sudden, front page news. Or I would have just said, I would lob something over the other border at Winnipeg and just said something about Winnipeg. Poke fun at their great cup drought or something. You know what I mean? Let's, let's get it going. Nobody's doing that anymore. And nobody, they don't want anybody to do that anymore, by the way. That's why I was thinking in the shower this morning, I have literally nothing to do with the CFL anymore. Yeah. I have no official role whatsoever. And I think they're fine with it. I think I'm fine with it. But it's like, Who's stirring it up? And you had some points. Well, somebody needs to. You know, and I'm looking at CFL.ca, and they're trying to provide some coverage. Then there's some coverage there on the site. Not a lot. But Darrell Walker shows up in Edmonton. And that's big news, right? And, yeah. you know, we should be dissecting what that receiving core looks like. But we're not even getting that out of Edmonton, right? It's, it's not hitting our timelines. No. Like, I want to know what's going on in Toronto with the Argos receiving core. Because that's – how many times have I said that that's the most – fascinating position battle that I'm interested in in the preseason or the training camp here in the, in the Canadian Football League, but I can't find that info. So it becomes really, really tough to follow the league for us to talk about well, on I'd- a daily basis. And as a national show covering a little bit of the CFL, a lot of the NHL, you know, a little bit of the NFL, we rely on reporters in all of these communities to provide that info and then we can analyze it and debate it and bring them on, but they're not doing, we're not getting enough of that coverage. It's tough. Yeah. So from the viewers, 
I Sinclair Russell, I believe uh, he's in Ontario. He says, sucking your thumb in the corner at 8 a.m. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> From Mike Blackbird in Toronto, the story in the CFL is no story at all. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the story is coaches are evaluating players ahead of season openers first week of August. That's all it would seem. Well, they use a slap shot line. Well, that's not much to go on, Reg. That's boring. Let's do a little Bobby the Brain. No, let's not. Let's move on and talk about other things. Sheldon Winans watching on Facebook. He says, sadly, the CFL is becoming like plain yogurt. This needs to change. Preaching to the choir, bro. From Mike, the Argos fan in Toronto. Did Martavis make it? We don't know. Martavis Bryant, did he show up? Who's talking about it? I was... Working out this morning, going back and forth between Sportsnet Connected and Sports Center, and there was nothing on the CFL, nothing that I saw. It should be so, every day. It should be Whether every day. Is, he's still there. That's the news for the day. My God, they're talking about Aaron Rodgers for two hours every day on ESPN. Every day. And it's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. It's not the Packers' fault. It's just, Delaney, just what he, is going Delaney, on? Hmm? Darrell Walker showing up at you know Elks camp and being on the field should be a leading story in the Canadian Football League. Should be a leading story on TSN. You know, Martavis Bryant, is he across the border? Is he not? Right. That should be one of your lead stories. Uh, Habs for Life 41, watching in Vancouver currently, writes into the show and says, Rod, is there any info for the Lions requiring double vaccine to get into BC Place? I don't know. Ask them. See how this goes? Mm-hmm. Call them. We don't hear from these teams. We hear from the NHL teams, and we certainly hear from the WHL teams, which is the breaking news today, right? That's right. Uh, okay. Let's take a timeout, and we'll be right back. It's just, it's just me and him for all of the next segment because we're just settling into it today. So take a sip of your coffee. And by the way, like I said, I didn't have the, um, I didn't have the internet going here initially. Can you believe that? How did we ever survive? I, I once knew a kid, Darren, that lived five hours without Wi-Fi. Five hours he went without Wi-Fi. What? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a story. I know. Like you should be the poster child for UNICEF or something. Five hours without Wi-Fi. It was a car ride. Can you believe it? <laughs> um, the warm-up's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric. Let's get to work. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey guys, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If any athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going with the code FANSIDED20. I know I talk about it every day in the podcast, but listen, 
We've all done it. We've all had to groom ourselves. No clunky razors that are meant for your face, or dare I say your back, or pain in the ass extension cords, leaning over the toilet. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 comes in a convenient size. It was specifically designed for trimming below the waist. Make it happen, guys. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Again, free shipping around the world and 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I, how, how do you like the Seattle Kraken jersey on the desk? What do you think? I think, I think looks it looks awesome. I think it looks awesome, too. Yeah. We have a live studio audience. What do you think, Dustin? Hey, amazing, he says. One of our curling guys is joining us here shortly. So, as we say out here in the West, the horse is out of the barn, okay? It's gone. It's not coming back. And what yeah. I mean by that is all these Kraken picks are being released this morning. Here's my thinking. I'm listening to NHL radio this morning, as I always do. Scott Laughlin, love that guy. And Mike Johnson, MJ, really love that guy. And when they were signing off their show, Scott Laughlin says, I'm sure that all the players that have been chosen, because by 10 a.m. Eastern, the Kraken had to have their picks in for the expansion draft. Scott's like, I'm sure those those players will all be informed throughout the morning that they're now Kraken property. I'm like, no. This would just stay in-house, wouldn't it? In the NHL office, wouldn't it? Like, because we've got pr- a primetime television special tonight on Sportsnet that we're doing. We've got the Rod Peterson show has a watch party at the Four Seasons Sports Palace. We can't tell these players because people can't keep their mouths shut, even about the truth. So there's no way. Let's just wait until after the TV special to tell the players. Do you think they told the players and that's how this got out? That's one way. Absolutely. You know, and those players would tell their teammates and their teammates, you, you don't stay quiet about it. You know, there's no penalty if you tell somebody. So that's how it, it's all relationship business and it leaks out and away you go. Um, you know, if I'm doing it, I would have done it a lot like you do in the NFL draft. What does Jerry Jones do in the NFL draft? 60 seconds before he makes a selection, he calls that prospect and says, welcome to the Dallas Cowboys. Your name's about to get called. And the, yep. kid, and the kid starts crying, and away you go. That's what I would be doing tonight, right? At 8 Eastern, at you know 7.55 Eastern, I'd be making that call, being like, welcome to the Seattle Kraken. And I'd start picking up the phone and making those calls. That's when I would tell the players. I don't want them to hear it on national TV, but I'm not telling them at 7 in the morning or 10 in the morning. <laughs> well, maybe they were. I don't know. But again, the cat's out of the bag. Uh, Carey Price not selected. And, and listen, Clark, would you mind putting this up on the monitor? Because it's all raining down now who these picks are. Mark Giordano, the captain of the Calgary Flames, gone, as called by Rich Sutter here yesterday. And I'll say this too. Frank Saravelli, the baby-faced assassin, he's been crushing this. I think, is it Frank that's got the... Um, the three goalies that they've picked, they never took Braden Holtby. That's right. Again, they didn't call and ask me. Oh, here it is. Like, Frank Saravelli, is he in the room with them? I'm going to go through here from Frank Saravelli right now on Twitter. The baby-faced assassin. 
And hey, a big hey to all our viewers in Philadelphia right now watching on TDS Cable. Uh, they've selected the Kraken from the LA Kings defenseman Curtis McDermott. I took with my fantasy team, Austin Wagner, which I assume you did too. I was going to say, they've got our teams so we can. Okay, before we go any further, put our team up because you guys put so much work into this. Would you mind? He's got them. Can you read that out? Is that mine? Is this Rod's? He's got $12 million of cap space left. He's got Christian Fisher in Arizona, Curtis Lazar, Boston, Brett Ritchie, Calgary, Nino Niederreiter, Giannis Donsko. I mean, I can go through all these, Austin Wagner, but if you go through who's been spoiled, I can tell you which ones he got right. Okay. So you, you didn't get Austin Wagner. Clearly. Um, you took Rocco Grimaldi from Nashville, Andreas Janssen from New Jersey, Jordan Eberle. Of course you took Eberle and the Islanders. Uh, Julian Gauthier in New York, Sam Lafferty in Pittsburgh, Dylan Gambrell in San Jose, Kyle Clifford, St. Louis, Tyler Johnson in Tampa, Carl Hagelin in Washington, Mason Appleton in Winnipeg, Hayden Fleury in Anaheim, which I also believe I took, Colin Miller in Buffalo, Calvin DeHaan, um, my eyes are not that good, Dean Kukin, Andre Sekera, Troy Stetcher, Chris Russell, Anton Stroman, Brett Kulak, Joshua Brown, Justin Braun in Philly, Travis Dermott of Toronto, Capo uh, Kakinen, and Braden Holpe. Yeah, mine was basically a WHL All-Star team. That was pretty good, too. Of it course. Was pretty good. And yours, quickly, and, and then we'll we get your, your team. Because, again, you guys put in so much work into this. Are we going to put it up on our Instagram? Yeah, yeah. it's going to go. It's absolutely going to go on our Instagram. The goalies I had, Kapanen, uh, or sorry, Kakinen, Joey Decord, and Chris Dreger. So it's, I got two of the three goalies. They're going to take Vanacek, not uh, Capo uh, Kakinen from Minnesota. So a good. you can keep that up while you read them if you okay. want. Okay, uh, so yeah, things. so here we go. So back to Frank Saravalli. Mild surprise from Columbus. The pick is not Max Domi. They have selected Gavin Bayreuther, the Kraken have from the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay. Carson Soucy from the Minnesota Wild. Uh, they've taken Eunice Donskoy from Colorado. I had him. We all did, yeah. It's pretty automatic. Uh, there's the three goalies, as you said. Dreger from Florida, Vitek Vanasek from Washington, and Joey Dackard from Ottawa. Joey Dackard, he's only played one game, right? Young goalie. They're pretty high. I think he's pretty good. Cheap. 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 That's too. what it is. He'll be in the, Cheap. likely, the American League starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Do we agree with these picks? We don't have them all, by the way. But, so Janelle... She's watching in Saskatoon. She says, so you're saying I can have a free night and don't even have to watch? Kind of ridiculous. Uh, that's my point. I'm just wondering if the NHL could in any way be happy with this all being spilled today. I know I wouldn't be. Sportsnet can't be very happy with it. I know. And Frank Saravelli's now working on Sportsnet from what I saw. Uh, Todd Pinkney, Pink's watching. One of our P1s, he says, Carson Twarinski from Philadelphia went to Seattle. So help us out. This is, this is a coffee get-together here. This is what we do. Thanks, Pinks, for that. And where's the guy, I. Sinclair, in Ontario? He said, you can put on the uh, jersey. He says, you can be a fan. Here, on this historic day for the NHL and the Seattle Kraken, you can put on the jersey. That's not being a fanboy. That's being a monument of a new franchise, in my opinion. 
Maybe I'll put it on. How about that? How about that? How if, about I, that? If, if I pulled it off all these helmets, it would yeah, knock we it all it, over the... It's like the game operation to pull that <laughs> off the desk without wrecking everything. Jenga. In the commercial break, maybe. Was not the one Jenga? Jenga, yeah. Who did the Leafs lose? The guy, they, they just, McCann, right? Jared Who they McCann. just got? Yeah, Jared McCann. Uh, John in Winnipeg's watching. John, um, he says, I hope Winnipeg doesn't lose Appleton. They did. Okay, Mason Appleton's gone. I had them taking Dylan DeMello, but Appleton's good. Uh, Tank Abbott's watching from Canada's Energy City. He says, this is like when Justin Dunk was ruining the CFL draft and Rod was losing it on his old show, wondering how he was getting the info. Here's the thing, by the way, on that. Justin and I barely knew each other at that time. Now we're super close friends. I wasn't mad at Justin whatsoever at all. But I was sitting there. Yes, so thank you, Tank, for listening to that. I was doing the local radio show at that time, at that point of my life, trying to do a draft special. And here's Dunk at three down tweeting out all the picks before even TSN had them. And I'm just literally going, what, what the hell's going on here? Why are we doing this? And by the way, TSN and the CFL have not forgiven Justin Dunk since for doing that. See what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So there's more to this than that. I, 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 the, thank you for reminding me of that, Tank. But now I think that the NHL and Sportsnet would be furious that this is all getting out. Today, ahead. And it's not, it's the players aren't leaking, leaking this to Frank Cerebelli. It's somebody in the NHL office. Has to be. I don't know. You know, those <laughs> insiders, they do a tremendous job of, of having great relationships. And it's not just relationships with the league level. It's not just relationships. Keep talking. You just blew my mind. It's not just relationships. He just surgically removed that jersey, like, from the top of those helmets. Keep talking. Um, but it's not like it's just the league office, okay? They have relationships with the players, with families, with friends, with alumni. But, you know, it might be a relationship with a player who didn't get picked. And it's, hey, I didn't get picked. I'm safe, buddy. I'm safe. Here's who got picked, right? Yeah. You know, it's him, not me. And then that gets leaked out and... You know, wow. that's how the game works. Jen from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, I'm annoyed. I hate the spoilers. Yeah, I put it on. Listen, you're not very often going to see me in a hockey jersey or a football jersey on this show because I'm not fanboy. But it is. It looks good. If I may say so. It looks, it looks tight. It looks fresh. Yeah. Gratuitous shot. Seattle Kraken. Now, if anybody writes in here with fake news, with an incorrect pick, you'll be banned and you will be beaten at midfield of BC Place. How about that? By me. Because I'm looking at some of these picks that are coming in and, uh, well, for example, Habs for Life says the Habs lose Flurry. Is he talking about Kale Flurry? Yeah. They took Kale Flurry. And How about that? The pride of Carlisle, Saskatchewan. <laughs> well, I all had, of a sudden, I'm a Kraken fan. I know, and you did too. I think Hayden going out. I took Hayden. Yes, his right? brother. Yeah, yeah. I took. Wouldn't Hayden that too. be something? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I also took Jake Bean. Was my pick from from Carolina. Beaner. 
Shonovan's Cole Lind. I saw that. I had Cole wait, Lind. wait. The Kraken can't have more Saskatchewan players than the Vegas Golden Knights. Stop oh. it. Uh-oh. I picked Cole Lind out of Vancouver. He's a really you know, good young player. They took player. him, right? Yeah, they did take him. Um, okay. <laughs> so Habs for Life 41. He actually, he uh, mind screwed me. He had the right pick, talking about Kale Fleury. Yeah. And then he says that they should take Anaheim's Fleury. So he... <laughs> Regarding beating him at midfield at BC Place, he says, will the roof be open or closed? Mm, who's Jake Bean with? Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody uh, from Wayne and Victoria, BC, that's a sharp jersey for sure. Even Jeff the Stamps fan says, that looks good, Rod. I, Sinclair Russell, that looks awesome. Jennifer from the Four Seasons, looks good on you. Ha ha. Time for Vegas to step up, I think. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know, Fred. <laughs> I'm, liking the, I'm liking the colors. Anyways, we're getting through this. We're getting, yeah. So why are we even waiting until 8 p.m. Eastern for this Sportsnet special tonight? And all that anybody cares to know is that Carey Price is not a Seattle Kraken. Wow. Thank you, Clark. Pierre Lebrun saying that it is indeed Hayden Fleury from the Anaheim Ducks, the pride of Carlisle, Saskatchewan, and his brother Kale from the Montreal Canadiens going there too. I'm so there's officially yeah. three Saskatchewan kids on the Seattle Kraken, and they're not even done yet. Wow. From uh, Sean McCormick. <laughs> He's watching in the Game Plus studios. Downtown Toronto, he says, I'm hoping that there are some good live trades tonight to make the experience more exciting during the draft show. The highlight of the night is going to be the boneless Greek ribs at the mm-hmm. Four Seasons Sports Palace for our watch party tonight. Ooh, and the pizza. Mike Blackbird. Mike Blackbird in Toronto says, Canada's team, the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> He's trying. We're starting it now. You Canada's know, team, the Seattle Kraken. We're starting it today. There's no schedule yet, right? So we've seen the preseason. When they meet, that's what will be on the line. Okay, the winner of the first meeting between Seattle and Vegas will be Canada's team. <laughs> <laughs> the title's on the line. Literally, we'll create a little trophy. They already, or a... they already don't like each other, by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm writing it. something down. I love it. We're going to take a timeout when we come back. A sports update. Got a couple special friends going to join us, too. You're watching the RP show on a very exciting day, Seattle Expansion Draft Day. We're on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. All right, don't adjust your sets. I'm wearing a hockey jersey for the first time ever on this show because it is Seattle Kraken Expansion Draft Day. And while it was not to be announced until 8 p.m. tonight, Eastern, all the picks have been unveiled. A simple Twitter search will divulge them for you. I've, and I thank Todd Pinkney for sending me the entire list right now. We're going to, uh, we'll be spending more time on this, obviously. But with all these picks, there's three Saskatchewan kids picked already on the Kraken. And I said, maybe now they're Canada's team. And uh, 
Where's the viewer here? Riley Clement writes in. He says, I don't even get mad anymore when you guys say Vegas is Canada's team. How about that? We might be changing that up. Vegas has got to step up. And we welcome to the program Dustin Mickish and uh, Matt Dunstone's going to be joining us as well from the great Team Dunstone, the provincial curling champions. I, I said to Dustin, well, you, Dustin, said, pull that mic right up to your mouth if you don't mind. You, you said, uh, quite a day in the NHL, and I said, it's July and we're talking winter sports. How about that? How about that? Hey, Rod. <laughs> yes. Good to be chatting winter sports in July. Yeah, well, we got, it is. We got a few moments uh, for you guys. Hey, how you doing, Matty? Roddy, good to see you, man. Always good to see you. How's the summer going? Oh, very good. Getting a little bit of golf in, doing a little bit of work, and uh, obviously got some curling stuff going on behind the scenes here. Right. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it here today, and uh, we'll come around on the other sports topics. You guys are here for a reason. Maybe you, Matt, do you want to make the announcement, or Dustin? How are you guys going to handle this? You know, let's let's let Dustin do her. He he was the guy who came up with the idea, and and uh, you know he's our boss here. He's he's running the ship, so I'm going to let him do this. You're the boss, okay? I'm one of the event chairs with Matt Dunstone and Ryland Kleider. Today, we're super excited to announce a new U30 curling competition called the SGI Canada Best of the West. Wow! So we are going to be bringing the top U30 men's, ladies, and doubles teams. To Saskatoon at the end of April 2022. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is huge news. And now this is not sanctioned by Curling Canada or the Saskatchewan Curling Tour. Tell me about that. Who's going to be eligible? What names would we expect are going to be in this event? Yeah, so we haven't sent out the event invites yet, but we'll have Canadian champions, world junior champions at the event, U-sport champions, college. So we'll be bringing them all to Saskatoon at the end of April. Wow. Hey, Matt Dunstone, talk about the size of this, the magnitude of this, and what it means to be participating in this. This is this is big on the curling landscape. Uh, very excited about it. Um, you know, it's we we've kind of obviously had some time over COVID and and you know, we talking with Dustin and, and Ryland Clyder as well. Um, we're just we're identifying a big age gap um in this area in curling and um, the, the average age um, at the Briar and the Scotties this year was, was 36 years old and 32 years old, respectively. And, and you know, that's a pretty big um, time period from the time you graduate out of juniors at 20, 21 years old to 32 or 36, right? And, uh, you know, we were just trying to find um, different ideas um, to, to kind of make that gap a little bit closer and, and give these younger curlers um, bigger experience, um, you know, playing in, in your provincial colors and on television and so when they do eventually get to those national championships, it's not as uh, big of a stage for them once they get there. Um, so we're, we're very excited about this. And, and like you said, it's not sanctioned by anybody as well. Um, so we have full reign on, on kind of how we run this thing. And uh, my favorite part about this event is we're running it like a Continental Cup. So while teams are going to be participating individually amongst themselves in men's, ladies, and doubles, we have a point system set up. So you're actually competing uh, for your province. So the winner of the best of the West will be BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, or Manitoba. It's not just a single team. Dustin, you've got a, a video, I understand. Before we roll it, what can you tell us about it? We do. We have an exciting promo video. So I think let's, let's take a look and watch. Okay, let's have a look, guys.
All right, sounds good. Well, that is uh, absolutely huge. Guys, what else would you like the people to know about this event today? Matty, I'll let you take, let you take that one there. Yeah, like, like Dustin said, U30 um, from across the country. And right now we, we're picking teams based on a selection criteria. Um, teams are going to get their invitations within the, the next month or two. Um, just kind of starting out, we figured this was sort of the best way um, to go about it, especially with there not really being a season last year. It was kind of tough to come up with an equitable way to um, have a qualification process. But long term, um, as this event begins to establish itself, um, we want to begin to have ways to actually qualify and get into this. And, and we want this to be an event that U30 curlers across um, the country strive for. And I say the country because, um, you know, our goal, our vision for this is to not just stay within the best of the West, but we hope this begins to catch wind. And uh, maybe we do begin to see a best of the East one day. And, you know, that was just obviously to, to get a whole nation involved right away for us. That was that was quite big. But, you know, our end goal, our end vision for this is to have the entire nation um, be involved with this event and, and be able to use this as a stepping stone for our U30 curlers across the country. Awesome, guys. Is there a website, Dustin, or where can people go for information that didn't they didn't pick it all up right here? Yep, they can go to thebestofthewest.ca to get all of the information there. And, yeah, I just kind of wanted to add on to what Matt was saying was that this event is supposed to be meant to kind of bridge that gap. And we talked about that age with the Briar and the Scotties and how there's 10 to 15 years of kind of battling it out between juniors and the Briar Scotties, those kind of level of teams. So we're trying to provide that more opportunity past January, February, extend the curling season a little bit longer, just so these other teams can have something meaningful to play in, represent their province, show off their sponsors. Yeah, and that's kind of our goal for well, the event. Well, way to go for pulling it together, bestofthewest.ca. Maddie, always good to see you. Enjoy the rest of the summer. We'll see you in here next time, and thanks for the time today. Roddy, before we go, I got to ask. I haven't looked to see who the Kraken have picked yet. Who got taken from the Jets? I Mason need to know Appleton. this now. Mason Appleton is gone. I was, hope, I was hoping you weren't going to say that. Yeah, there's well, he's the best player that, that they left available. So there you go. We got the yeah. list right here. Thanks, Maddie, And thank you, Dustin. It's all us. probably Kraken the rest of the way. And Ian Furness will be joining us uh, in hour two from ESPN 710 Seattle. We'll be right back. we got a sports update coming up, too. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. We got the moose back in here. And again, do not adjust your sets. I'm wearing the Kraken jersey. Uh, this was awarded, by the way, as a prize to one of the, 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 the winner of our playoff pool. Has he got to come down and get it? Well, now that the expansion, we've used it for everything we need to use it for. <laughs> we've used it for all the photos. Yeah, exactly. I, hey, game worn. <laughs> it's worth more now. Hey. All I think about is Dennis Hull. Yes, My, might as well say it, right? He did before. It's not the first time on this show. Prehistoric times, pre-COVID, we were at a sports banquet in Delisle, and uh, who was speaking? George Larocque, Theo Fleury, Dennis Hull. Dennis Hull. 
And it was a replica jersey just like this of Dennis Hull, i.e. pulled off the rack. Yeah. And it wasn't going very hot for bids. Live right? bids. Yeah, yeah, live bids. So he took the sleeve of it and wiped it between his legs and went, game worn. <laughs> now it's game worn. Ding, 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 ding. And then it. Bits went up. I think it went for like three grand. Yeah. How about that? <clears throat> we are going to have a party tonight. We're having a party mm. at the Four Seasons Sports Palace anyways at 6 p.m. Mountain for this draft party, watch party, but it's not even news because <laughs> all the picks have been spilled. And I would think the NHL and the Kraken are furious about it and Sportsnet too. Um, breaking news. This is interesting. I got I to gotta just say this for our hockey fans. Colin, I'm reading it from a news release. Colin Priestner, general manager and president of the Saskatoon Blades, announced today Brennan Sonny has been hired as the 18th head coach in the club's 57-year franchise history. Sonny joins the Blades after spending the last four years as the head coach for the Duke Dangers of the League Magnus, the top pro league in France. The 34-year-old from Maple Ridge, B.C. began his WHL career as a left winger for the Everett Silvertips in 05-06. And been coaching ever since. Um, I wish him well. My thing is, where's Killer Kaminsky's name on this? Killer Kaminsky, Blades great. One year he coached in the SJHL and he was the coach of the year. One year. Spent a few years prior to that in Fresno, the Western States Hockey League. But that's just me. I don't, I don't know Brennan Sonny. Maybe he's going to be the next Scotty Bowman. For his sake, I hope that he is. But I think that history, when you got a guy like Keller who's qualified and it is a, and there were other names involved, Tim Hunter, everybody thought Kelly Buckberger stepping down in Tri-City was headed to Saskatoon. So again, yeah. nothing against Brendan Sonny. I just don't know the guy. I hope he does well. But I hope that Keller Kaminsky did get a really good long look from the Saskatoon Blades. But that's just kind of the way ownership is now in sports. The history of the franchises doesn't mean as much to some ownership groups as others. Fair? That's fair. That's all that I have to say. That's on fair. That. Everybody's got a different reason for doing what they're doing. And we'll see uh, how it goes. I mean, everybody's <laughs> got to get their first opportunity to make their mark, right? From uh, Todd Pinkney, he says, maybe the watch party slash show should have been at the Four Seasons this morning. Live picks and brunch. Well, if we'd known that somebody was going to spill the beans, we probably would have. Like, literally... This draft special on Sportsnet tonight is... We don't even need the volume up. We're going for ribs and pizza now. (laughs) We're just inviting all of you to join us for ribs and pizza. Diet Coke all around! Uh, Scott Isbister writes in on Facebook and says, Is there any internet video simulcast of the green and white game on Saturday, July 24th? Again? Don't know. Ask the Rough Riders. But if I had to put a bet down, the answer to that would be no. Because for many, many years, I tried to get them to live stream the green and white game, and it was a big, fat no. As a matter of fact, the year that Vince Young tried out for the Rough Riders, I was in the press box at SMF Field. You were probably, do you remember that? I remember. They sent up a guy to watch me all game to make sure that I didn't put it on Facebook Live. I'm like, there are five people deep around the end zones here. The stands are full. Let's show the world Vince Young's here. They're like, shut up, Rod. Do what you're told. 
Hence why I'm sitting here today. Ian Furness, next hour from ESPN Seattle, talking Kraken. We'll be back after this break. You're watching on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.